welcome to the Transformational Storyteller Podcast. The stories we tell ourselves and others shape the lives we lead. I'm your host, Dara Lise Lyons. Welcome to another episode of the Transformational Storyteller Podcast, where the stories we tell ourselves transform our relationship with ourselves and with the world. I am so excited to have today's guest, um, Julie Palumbo, who is a, um, a wellness and health coach, and she has an, an incredible story of healing to share with us and how she came to this work from a position of personal empowerment and wellness and is now able to give that to her clients and to others. And I just can't wait to hear her story. Hi, I'm Julie Palumbo, the owner of Best Whole Self and a certified health coach. My journey began in 2008 when I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which was also the same year that I started my career as a financial advisor. And for those who know, 2008 was probably the worst time to be diagnosed with Crohn's and start a career in finance. So I had a very up and down journey through five years of just being sick and stressed. And it wasn't until a big wake up call when I needed a major surgery for my Crohn's disease that I realized that it was a lifestyle change that would really make a difference. It was more than just the medicine that I was taking to reach my optimal health. So I decided to change my diet, change the way I manage stress, make a lot of changes within my life, and I finally reached remission in 2016, and I left my financial advising job two years later to pursue health coaching full-time so that I could help others become mentally, physically, and emotionally stronger, healthier, and happier every day. I love stories of coming through adversity and creating positive change and impacting others and impacting the world. And if you are an avid reader of stories, check out our sponsor, Loving Healing Press. That's www.lhpress.com. They have generously offered 15% off for any listeners or viewers of this podcast. And all you need to do to take advantage of that offer is enter the coupon code DARALISE. 15 at checkout. That's D-A-R-A-L-Y-S-E, the number 15 at checkout for 15% off any Loving Healing Press title. so much for coming on today and and being willing to tell your story. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know if you know this, but we have the finance thing in in common. So, yeah. Oh, no, I, used I, didn't work, know that. I used to work in finance before finding my purpose and my passion. So, I All right. So, you get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, and what was that? So tell me a little bit more about kind of like what led up to your diagnosis of Crohn's. Mm -hmm. Like what, what were you experiencing? I honestly was diagnosed by accident and I consider myself one of the lucky ones in that I wasn't suffering for so long before being diagnosed. 
I suffer from kidney stones and I have since high school. And kidney stones are a byproduct of Crohn's. But being that I was only 18, when I was getting them, they just assumed that it was due to dehydration from being an athlete and not properly mm -hmm. hydrating. So then in 2008, I had the same symptoms of a kidney stone. I knew the protocol. I went to the ER, they did a CAT scan, and it came back showing that I had a thickening in the lining of my small intestine, uh -huh. which is pretty much textbook for Crohn's. So I was going through the more definitive testing, colonoscopies, things like yeah. that, and I came back positive for Crohn's. So in one way, I feel lucky that it was caught so early. On the other side, I was totally healthy, so I literally went from being totally fine and then in five minutes, them giving me this diagnosis with a lifelong disease that just happened overnight. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot to handle emotionally, but I think uh, I would like to look at it on the bright side in that I was able to stay on top of it before anything really bad happened. Right, right. And both sides are true, right? Because sometimes I think without symptoms, for me, there's not always an incentive to change. Right, right, right? yes. But at the same time, like, that means that you're not coming back from having significant damage that mm -hmm. you can't undo. You're right. And I think to a certain extent, I was a little bit in denial. Um, I was 23 and I just graduated college and I thought, well, you know, I'm not going to live my life according to this disease. And to be honest, I really lived that way for the first five years of having it. And I just relied on medication doing the job. And I realized that I couldn't not only seek remission or reach remission with these medications, but after a few months I would flare again. And if you flare while on a medication, you have to stop and switch uh -huh. gears and try another one. So I was running out of options and I realized, well, something else has to be going on. I can't just be relying on the medicine for this. And then that's when I made the lifestyle change to kind of go co like coincide with yeah. my medication, yes. So I want to ask you a lot more about that. Mm -hmm. First, you know, to anyone who might not be familiar with Crohn's, mm -hmm. can you just explain a little bit about what it is? Sure. It is an autoimmune disease, and it typically affects the gut, so people think of it similar to colitis. However, the difference is it can affect us literally from our eyes to our toes. Mm -hmm. So we can have skin rashes, joint pain. Um, you can have Crohn's of the eye, of the nose. It's honestly throughout. So by having this autoimmune disease that's constantly, essentially, creating inflammation within the body, it can affect you in many different ways at many different times. And I'm sure that impacts like mentally, emotionally, mm -hmm. spiritually, like just on every level. Yes, and during those years that I was struggling, it wasn't just the physical aspect, it was the emotional component. Um, I used to say that I felt like a shell of myself. I wasn't the same person. Uh, my parents used to say I lost the jewelliness in me because I just felt like I was constantly fatigued and um, subconsciously I was always worried about planning an event in the future because I might be sick. I have had to cancel many vacations for being sick. Um, it really played a big factor in my life and it is very easy to kind of get trapped in that vicious cycle of being sick and stressed and sad over and over and over again. So I was caught in that for about five to six years, just really spiraling down, facing this lifelong illness physically and emotionally. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, and then 
like, what w was there a defining moment when you decided, you know what, I need to be willing to make this, like, changing this my whole thing? Like, what led yes. up to that? Yes. Um, actually, I was, so I was in Miami on vacation, and I got really sick while I was there. I had to leave vacation early with my girlfriends. And the following week was my best friend's wedding that I was made of honor for. And I remember being in the hospital saying, I have to get out. It's my best friend's wedding. And I was able to get out. They kind of put me on watch, you know, just take some steroids to get you through the week. Right after the wedding, I was readmitted to the hospital for a few weeks. And I thought, I'm too young and have too much going on to have this rule my life. There has to be something else that I can do. So I hired a nutritionist and she had me go gluten-free, which honestly changed my life. Yes. And I was really healthy. I actually ran a half marathon in the fall of 2013. And I really do not think I could have done it without going gluten-free. Yeah. And I ran to raise money for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So it, it just meant a lot to me in so many levels. So I was in really, really good shape. And I contacted a virus a few months after this race which really threw me into a big flare and then that's when I needed surgery. But I knew that leading up to it, it could have been so much worse had I not been in such great shape going into this, yeah. um, this virus that I contacted. So after my surgery, I went right back into the changed lifestyle as far as eating. And then I realized, well, that's only one component. I have to address the stress level too. I had a very stressful job. I was one to never say no to commitments or social events or anything, so I had to cut back on that. I did acupuncture, a lot of meditation, and it was through all of that that I started to see a difference. And you mentioned you know, spirituality and, and emotion. I started to change my way of thinking and approaching this disease, not so much as a lifelong sentence of doom, but an opportunity to learn more about my body and essentially know my body better than most people because yeah. I was constantly being tested and seeing doctors and I just felt like I, I really had to treat it even better than the average person. So that's when I kind of took my, um, my gifts into my own hands and decided to become certified to be a health coach because I saw how much of a difference a lifestyle change made for me. Um, my nutritionist was great, but she didn't really show me how to integrate the new lifestyle in my current life. I had to figure that out. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I can show others how to do it, not just what to do, but how to do it. Yeah. So then that's when I became certified, and that was in 2016. So that was, um, it was a good two-year journey to get there, but it was so worth it. Yeah, and I like that you self-defined as a health coach, because to me, you know, like health covers so much more than just what to eat or mm -hmm. how to exercise. Like it really is the whole environment right. and how you're, yeah, and how you're being. So 80% of everything we do is out of habit and 20% is out of knowledge. So just because you know you should do something doesn't mean you're necessarily going to do it. So in a way, I, I also have my nutrition certification mm -hmm. and that's more of the what. So going back to me being gluten-free, that was the what. Being a health coach addresses the how. So it's that 80% of habit change that I'm really addressing when I work with clients because I can't just tell someone you need to do X, Y, and Z. That's great, that will maybe last for a week. But if I say this is how you can do it within your lifestyle, that's where the difference is made. 
So what do you find to be like a big barrier that people bump up against? And there, there are probably <laughs> many, but like one of the ones that you see most commonly when people are looking, they know, because mm -hmm. I know I have this in my own life, I know exactly what to do and yes. yet I don't do it. So yes, yeah. a lot of it is convenience. Okay. That's the number one thing. Um, you know, honestly, being gluten-free, I had to start reassessing how I was going to do breakfast. So I was used to walking to work and picking up a bagel on the way that I couldn't do anymore. And I had to make a smoothie in the morning. That wasn't as convenient. It took some preparation. Mm -hmm. But once you get into the habit of something, it just becomes like, you know, brushing your teeth. Right. So I think the first component is to realize that maybe there are some uh, less convenient situations but once you get the hang of it, it, it really becomes second nature. Um, secondly, I think a big part of it is just intimidation, that people make out a really healthy lifestyle to be hard and challenging and difficult, and it's really not. Um, and thirdly, you know, I don't think people realize the benefits until they see the outcome on the other side and then realize, okay, this is so worth it. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. And then even just feeling, like I, you know, this is a podcast about stories and transforming through stories. But like, mm -hmm. I think sometimes when people are changing their habits, they have to change the whole story around like mm -hmm. who they are and yes. how they live and that kind of thing. Yes. And identifying your why is a really big deal when making this change. So I have all of my clients, as soon as they start working with me, identify a physical anchor. So that could be making the background of your phone, your children, because you want to be healthy to see them grow up. Mm -hmm. It could be an outfit in your closet that you've always wanted to fit into that you no longer can. Um, it could be a, just a happy picture of you and your family as a reminder that, you know, if something should happen to you, it's a domino effect across everyone else. Um, and I really do believe that once you identify that why or that motivating factor, it's a really hard to deter you from reaching your goals because now you have this reason and right. it's concrete. Um, and I think that that is just really valuable when making a change because you see it doesn't only affect me, it affects everyone else around me. Oh, 1,000%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really... Well, and then, so tell me a little bit more about, like, how, how did you transition out of finance and into mm -hmm. the health world? Like, I mean, I yes. get that you were at one point sort of doing these processes parallel, I but was. like, yes. when did that happen? Um, like so I was moonlighting as a health coach for a couple of years, and I just reached a point where I realized that I wasn't giving 100% to either career, and both really demand 100%. So I knew I had to make a change, and it was really my passion to coach others to become healthier because I saw the benefit that it created in my life. Yeah. And I actually thought at one point, I wish I had someone like me <laughs> coaching me in my life years ago. Um, I work with a lot of people in the corporate industry, just or in, in the corporate world, just because they are run down. It is seen um, as a weakness to take self-care, which in reality, self-care is the least selfish thing that you could do. Again, like I mentioned, yeah. it just your health affects everyone around you. Um, so I really realized that being a financial advisor was what I did, but being a health coach is who I am. And given my own success um, coming up now in August, it will be three years that I'm in remission. Uh, I'm pregnant and like yeah. all these great things are happening and I thought why am I not sharing this with more people? I think more people have the potential to be their best whole self. They're just 
finding obstacles in the way of getting there that I could help them clear. Yeah, well, and I'm so glad you brought up about being pregnant because for anyone who's <laughs> listening, they, you know, they don't have the the joy and the pleasure of seeing your beautiful face. Oh, so thank talk you. Talk a little bit about, because it, it can be difficult to get pregnant when you have Crohn's disease, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. So talk about that. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's difficult for us to get pregnant because of the amount of inflammation within our bodies, um, especially someone like me who had surgery. It could create scar tissue, which could really affect the whole reproductive system. Secondly, if you are pregnant without really being in remission at all or for a, a good amount of time, you could suffer from vitamin deficiency. So mm -hmm. iron, vitamin D, yeah. calcium, all of the critical components that you need to, to grow a child. Yeah. Um, so I, I just feel like I was really fortunate to have made these lifestyle changes years ago before I was even married and you know thinking about having children so that when the time came that my husband and I said okay let's get married let's, let's start a family I was already in good shape so I wasn't starting at the first floor you know yeah. I already was really advanced on where my health was and I also not only through pregnancy but I want to be healthy for raising my child you know I can't I used to say years ago how can I raise a child when I can't really take care of myself right now. You know, oh, yeah. I needed to focus on me and getting healthy. So I do feel like putting that time and effort into me really paid off in the long run for uh, a child. Oh, absolutely. And I think it pays off for anyone to be able to really prioritize their self-care, as you mm -hmm. were saying, because without that, there is no life or even, you know, you can mm -hmm. be uh, the maid of honor in your best friend's wedding, but who mm -hmm. knows if you'll even be able to make it on the wedding day. Right. And, right. you know, it's so, it's, it's amazing that so many people, you know, back to your question about obstacles or challenges that people have when getting healthy is that they feel selfish. And I work with a lot of clients who can't eat a certain way, whether it be for having Crohn's or colitis or high cholesterol or, you know, just like added weight mm -hmm. and they say well I didn't want to be rude and not eat what everyone else was eating and I say but what would happen if you got sick because you were eating the way everyone else was eating and they had to take time out of their day to take care of you or they had to take time out to visit you in the hospital or you know like or if you have young children yeah. you have to rearrange all this child care like that is the furthest thing from their mind because they think, oh, I don't want to put anyone out by saying, oh, I can't eat this or that. When in reality, that is a very small price to pay compared to should something happen to you and the amount of people it really affects. Oh, 1000%. And I, you know, similarly to you, I don't have Crohn's, but I do have celiac disease. Oh, wow. And um, if I am not really like, you know, adherence to that. I mm -hmm. mean, there was a time in 2012 when my colon shut down and I wow. was in the hospital and almost lost my colon. So like wow. I relate 1000% to what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And my whole, because I wasn't willing to adhere to the restrictions that I needed to have in place. Yep. I almost messed up my life and the lives of everyone around yes. me like yes. forever. Yes. So yeah, yes. it is. Yeah. It is not being selfish at all. And I think about all the times that my parents had to come see me in the hospital or I, I, my parents, my whole family lives out of town. So I would have to, in, I like to say inconvenience friends or, you know, like I feel like I was yeah. putting a burden on them. Can they pick up my medication? Can they take me home from the hospital? Um, my husband always would have to pick me up from my colonoscopies. Like 
no matter what, you know, when you're sick, you're really putting extra burdens on other people. So it's better to kind of be ahead of the game, make decisions on how you eat. It's not affecting anyone else, you know, just you are not being rude if you pass on anything. If someone made you bread that you couldn't eat, you just have to say, no, thank you, I'd be really sick. And that's the end of it, you know, people would understand. So I do think that a big component of it is people just think, you know, I'm being selfish by doing this, where it's the exact opposite. So do you find, Julie, that you mostly get, like, um, clients who are um, suffering from some sort of health thing, or do do you serve, like, the whole population? I do work with anyone who's looking to improve their health, so whether that be losing weight, gaining weight in the case of having a Crohn's or colitis uh, client, um, those who just want to increase their energy and be healthier in the office space or if they travel a lot. However, the one thing that my clients, or the two things that my clients all have in common, is one, they are very limited on time. So Mm. it's all about creating these healthy habits that don't require a lot of extra time. And secondly, there is an added layer. It's not just weight loss. It is weight loss with food sensitivities or underlying conditions, chronic illnesses, that is in my wheelhouse because I truly believe that it is not about the number on the scale that dictates how healthy you are. I completely understand you know, the intricacies of navigating chronic illnesses when you can't always eat everything that's available. Yeah. So it, it's way more than just you know, losing weight, it is managing this healthy lifestyle. Right, and weight is just one indication of overall health and fitness. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, for me, I have been at my thinnest and my most unhealthy. I've been at my heaviest and most healthy. You know, I've been anywhere in between. Yes. And it's really about like my behaviors and how I'm living and how I'm mm-hmm. feeling inside inside my body. Exactly, and back to how I, I mentioned about feeling like a shell of myself, I was my skinniest the weeks leading up to my surgery that I had people saying, oh, you look great, you lost so much weight, but really it, it wasn't, I, I was at my least healthy at that point. And that's why my business is called Best Whole Self because it's not about being skinny, it's about being your best whole self, mm-hmm. regardless of what that looks like. You know, And if, if a client comes to me and says that they wanna lose 10 pounds, I ask them why and what will that do for them and what does that look like, yeah. what does that feel like? Because a lot of times we just associate a number with the value or a quality of ourselves and our body and our health when in reality, the number has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So it's, it's just changing the way of thinking and feeling and, and looking overall and not the number on the scale. Yeah, well, and Julie, that's such a great lead into like, let's say someone did want to work with you mm-hmm. or they do want to become a client, like how do they get in contact with you? Sure, they could go to my website, which is just bestwholeself.com, and I have a programs tab that they could either sign on to do virtual coaching, which they could follow along at their own pace by receiving emails, or they could schedule a complimentary call with me mm-hmm. to start working one-on-one for their specific needs to really get in there and identify what's working and not working for them to elevate their overall health. And do you find that one mode tends to work better for people or like how? It all depends on the person. Sometimes people just need a small change to kind of kickstart what they already know or like maybe they used to have a healthy lifestyle or healthy habits and for some reason it kind of got derailed and they need to get back on that. The virtual programs are great for that. Um, Others who really have specific needs that are um, critical to be addressed 
one-on-one. -on -one. I work with clients in as few as four sessions, so there's time to create these healthy habits, yeah. and as many as eight. So it's really good to kind of build upon that and create those healthy habits that last. Oh, but I love that you said that. So you're not really working with people. Like, it's not a forever thing. It's no. you really equipping them with the tools and resources to... Yeah, so what typically happens is it's, the, it's a four, six, or eight-week program that we meet via FaceTime or Zoom. You know, it's virtual um, once a week so that we set goals and reach them or they should reach them every week. Yeah. After that, most clients go into a maintenance program where they say, We'll pick up another four, but it doesn't have to be every week. So it's almost like taking the training wheels off. Yeah. And then, should I do my job well, they have the tools to know what to do going forward, and my job is done. Yeah, which is which is awesome, because that's really what it's about anyways, right? It's mm -hmm. like letting people have the freedom to have the lives that they deserve to live. Yes, and it's not a diet, so it's not like you're constantly, you know, adding up points or logging in to, yeah. you know, log what you're doing. Once you get a hang of, hey, this feels good for my body, this feels good for me, this is working for me, it's kind of like a well-oiled machine that you don't have to give a second thought to. So should they need me just to check in and get new, fresh ideas, I'm always there. But it typically, you know, after three months or so, they could just totally be on their own. And it's, it's their new lifestyle. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Well, okay, so something that I always ask anyone who comes on the podcast, because mm -hmm. this is a podcast about transformation and stories and all of that, um, and you're going to have a baby, so I'm yes. sure you'll be reading to him <laughs> or her, like, you know, fairy tales and, and whatnot. I believe that every story has, like, a moral, you know, mm -hmm. a lesson, something. So mm -hmm. let's say someone was to read the story of your life. What's the lesson that you would want them to take from that? I definitely want people to know that, Belief in yourself and perseverance and attitude are the components that make for reaching your goals successfully and being healthy and happy. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I, I say often is that I am grateful for my Crohn's disease. Um, I have written articles about that and I truly mean it because I think that you know there are so many gifts that I've received through this, whether it be relationships I made or learning about my body and really taking care of my body. Um, I feel that, you know, when we shift our attitude towards seeing the positive side of things and when we realize that we could take matters into our own hands and be our own advocate, you really could achieve anything. And for those out there who are struggling with something right now that they feel like they're kind of at the bottom of a pit, they could change their outlook and that will lead to results. So as long as you know you're, you persevere and you continue working towards what you want to achieve and just flipping whatever negative energy you have into positive energy, uh, you really will turn out to be in a really great place. Yeah, well and you said earlier that you know health coaching is who you are mm -hmm. and finance was what you do but health coaching is who you are yes and you never would have found who you are without some of these negative experiences you are exactly right and that is a big component of it and i do feel that it gave me the ability to share this with others and improve other people's lives and um, I, I do feel like I know my body so well just because I have to be in tune with every little thing and treat it better than maybe the average person. So I'm, I'm investing a little bit more in myself now for a better tomorrow and 
that's what I'm really lucky to be able to do with everyone on a day-to-day -day basis. So how awesome is that? Well, thank you so much again. It was so great. I feel like I could talk to you for forever. And I'm yes. sure that people watching and listening are going to be like, inspired um not just by like the journey that you've gone through but also mm -hmm. how you help other people with their journey so i just want to give people one more opportunity to sort of get your info so if you would give that that'd be sure awesome. um my website is bestwholeself.com yep. and you can get in touch with me through there uh through social media and everything is located on that website and it's a great resource even if you just want to read a few articles or like i said you could do a complimentary coaching call with me and see if that's a good fit for you. Thank you again, Julie. Thank you so much. I love being here. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. I'm so inspired by Julie's story of how she really turned her life around after a diagnosis of Crohn's disease. One of our show sponsors, Just Strong, a lifestyle and clothing brand for women, has the motto of a squat. And what they say about that is that the real strength comes not from getting down, but um, being able to get back up after life gets you down. And so um, if you want to uh, take advantage of their generous 10% off discount for any of the Transformational Storyteller podcast listeners or viewers, just go to www.juststrong.com and enter the coupon code DARALYSE10 at checkout for 10% off. That's D-A-R-A-L-Y-S-E, the number 10, and you can get 10% off. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Transformational Storyteller Podcast. As always, thanks to our episode sponsors, our production team at Rebel Hill Consulting, and of course, many thanks to you, the listener. Whoever you are, wherever you are, I hope you're creating stories that empower you and inspire others.